what's up everybody welcome to another episode of the punnett podcast uh trying to survive a random may heat wave i'm teach uh i'm chris and i'm doing the same dude it it got hot quick over here in our neck of the woods didn't it yeah freaking 90 yesterday i think is what it was oh i was yeah, golfing I got, in that shit too yeah i got hey 20 seconds in i already, already dropped a, a bet a swear awesome <laughs> new record <laughs> Yeah, yeah. No, I went golfing that yesterday. I am so burnt right now. I bet. But worth it. Um, didn't do terrible. Didn't do great. Didn't do terrible. Yeah. It happens. Yeah. Uh, so, draft happened two weeks ago, and that's what we'll be going over on today's episode. We'll mainly particularly covering a Dolphins and Packers uh, deep dive onto our thoughts and feelings towards the picks that we made um i think we both have the same feelings of our draft of except for where chris is probably swearing they didn't take a wide receiver i'm like meh looking back on it maybe we should have kept those picks but hey we got tyreek let's see how that works for us yeah i mean with what was there i think what they took in the first round was reasonable oh yeah absolutely um, All the receivers were taken in, like, the top 15, so. Well, let's go over some of the news. We're not going to go over all the news that's happened in the past two weeks since we've last recorded. We're just going to go over some of the big news. Um, schedule gets released today, actually, so that will be fun to look at later. Um, and I can put that together on the spreadsheet. Hell yeah. <laughs> and I can help. Yeah, that's true. Um I want to start off today by talking about, have you heard about what is uh, with Sam Howell? How he's never had a steak or a burger? Yeah, that's what I heard. He's only eating chicken. He's only eating chicken. Dude, why limit yourself? I don't care. Like, if you don't like it, that's fine. But if you've never eaten it, dude, go go get yourself a New York strip or a ribeye, you know? Go get yourself a nice burger. You've never had McDonald's in your life? I mean, come on, man. Um, Maybe it's the way of life for him. I was, I mean, hey, maybe. Um, you do know that where you're going to be in week 10 because the Packers are hosting the Cowboys. Oh, yeah? Yep. Uh, McCarthy's return to Green Bay. Yeah, he's going to get shellacked. Um, Josh Lambeau is suing the Jaguars over the hostile work environment Urban Meyer created. I don't blame him. Uh, Tom Brady to join Fox Sports as an analyst after retirement. I think that's a great... Could you imagine Tom Brady giving his insight on games? He got signed for that deal more than what he's made in his <laughs> NFL career. Oh, I mean, I, wouldn't you want to cash in? I mean, it's not like they have a salary cap they have to work after. I mean, that's true, but I can't believe he signed for that much. Um, Ravens are apparently interested in Jarvis Landry. If I'm Green Bay, I'm knocking on the door for Jarvis Landry. Personally, yeah, I, think, I doubt they will. Oh, I doubt they will. But I'm saying if I were, I, I'd be calling up Landry just seeing what he wants. Um, Dolphins signed Sony Michelle to a deal. Giants release uh, Bradbury. Nick Chubb squatted 675 pounds, which looked ridiculous on video. That's nothing. Come on. Six. Okay. I can bet. I can squat a thousand easy. Well, I, I'm glad. I'm glad you could. <laughs> Um, I, I don't know how to uh, talk about that. <laughs> got legs of steel, bro. There's an arrest warrant out for Earl Thomas. What did he do now? Uh, let me read the article and I can tell you. I remember reading at one point, uh, allegedly sending threatening messages to a woman and about her and her children, according to the court records. Oh, my goodness. Um, he violated a protective order two or more times within 12 months, which include not uh, communicating through a co-parenting phone application, um, and yeah, he's got a warrant up for his arrest. Um, man, there's really, uh, the Chargers added Kyle Van Noy to their defense, only further adding how they want to take over the AFC West. I think they will. Uh, Jerry Jones had a car accident, but it's okay. Are you sure? I mean, he still owns the Cowboys, so... <laughs> I mean, let, let's be honest. Owning the Cowboys has got to be at least easy because no matter what product you throw out there, people are going to go and watch. Yeah, but 
to be like three and ten in the last twenty five years in the playoffs. Well, that's terrible. Yeah, but you're still called America's team. You're still one of the most profitable franchises in the world. And they shouldn't be called America's team. No, they shouldn't. I I entirely agree, but... <laughs> um, did we talk about... I think we did. DeAndre... Yeah, we definitely talked about DeAndre Hopkins being viol- suspended six games. Yeah. So, other than that, not really a whole lot of news coming out... Um, lot of you know rookie deals being signed the big thing is the draft so without much further ado do you want to go into uh just the packers and dolphins picks yeah kind of well all right want to start with miami since they only had uh four picks (laughs) i suppose okay uh starting in the third round at pick 102 miami took channing tindall uh, linebacker out of Georgia, um, kind of played behind who we'll talk about later, Quay Walker and you know Devonte Wyatt, and more behind Quay Walker. Um, so he flew underneath the radar of it. And over the past few weeks, I've kind of looked at um, these guys as uh, all, uh, all the prospects for the Packers and the Dolphins. Um, and what I noticed with Tendall, he's good at just about everything he's not elite he's not bad he's just good um he's got a high high motor high iq he can run sideline to sideline he's going to be a three down back he's not the best i'd say if he's poor at anything it would be more of his um pass coverage but the dude can get to the quarterback have you seen any of his highlights chris I uh, get the chance. Go look up some of his highlights. That dude is fast. He is speedy. Um, you know, I thought that that was a great pick. I know, according to Dolphins Wire, which take that with a grain of salt, uh, they have him as a rotational linebacker. I could see him possibly being a starter. Um, you know, because I mean, but you got to remember, this guy was also playing behind Quay Walker and Kobe Dean, so. Those are two studs, which Nicobe Dean falling was ridiculous. You know. Yeah, whatever I'd have taken Nicobe, but, you know. <laughs> um, but, but I'm happy with Tyndall. I thought he was a, a solid pick in the third round. Uh, going into this draft, I had two big areas of concern, and that was linebacker, and that was offensive line, and we double-dipped in linebacker. Now, granted, we had a third we had third, a fourth, and two sevens, so it's not like we could go out there and get premium guys. Um, but hey, it happens. Just uh, trade Tyree Killaway again. <laughs> um, do you have any thoughts on Channing Tindall? Or do you not look at any of the Dolphin stuff? I haven't looked at any of the Dolphin stuff. Okay, really. that, that's fair. Um, <laughs> fourth round. This is probably my least favorite pick in the draft, to be quite honest. Um. For the Dolphins, I know that's hard out of four picks to choose a least favorite, Um, but it was the one that didn't make the most sense to me. It was uh, Eric, and I keep butchering his last name, Uzakonma. I think everyone just calls him uh, Eric, or or they call him Zook. That makes sense. Um, Why take a wide receiver? He's a wide receiver out of Texas Tech formerly. Um. I understand he's kind of got a build like Devontae Parker does. So I think that's why they draft him. Because, I mean, think about it. Tyreek and Jalen are fast, but are they big? No. So they're hoping he can kind of be a... Maybe someone to be a bigger body for them. Maybe a blocking wide receiver. Not even really a block, like More like a red zone target type guy. Um... Because, you know, that's something like uh, Devontae was really good at. I know it sounds weird saying Devontae and you probably went straight to uh, Adams. But, I mean, 6'3", so he's tall, you know. Um, 6'3", 209, 33 and a half arms. Um, had 36 and a half vertical, and he did not run a 40 from the looks of it. It's because he's slow. He didn't want to. Apparently it's pronounced Izukoma, or Izukama. 
Um, in 2017, he had 20 receiving touchdowns at Timber Creek High School. Um, they, according to projections, like and honestly, like I'm just looking at his uh, draft profile thing real quick. They have him compared as a Dante Moncrief, so you know, have fun with that one. Um, I wasn't overly, wasn't overly impressed. Um, but I understand the need for a big body like that, you know, um, was all big 12. He was the first one at Texas tech to do it. It's Michael Crabtree in 2008. Um, like I said, if he could be a big body red zone threat, then Hey, it's a fourth round pick. You're just hoping something sticks at this point. Um, I still wish you would have gone maybe offensive line on guard, maybe a center at that point, but Hey, I won't bitch too much. You know, they get paid to look at it. it sounds like you're complaining a lot. <laughs> I am, but, you know. Uh, <laughs> minor details, minor details. Uh, then in the seventh round at pick 224, we took Cameron Good, a linebacker out of UCLA, I believe. Yeah, UC. Sorry, just Cal. Just Cal. Not even UCLA. Hey, Are they the same thing? There. Cal and UCLA? I, I don't think so. No. No, because it's a Cal... Bear, no, it's the some no, it, they're not the same. I can't remember Cal's mascot now. Um, Cal Berkeley, that's what it is. Okay, so this is UCLA. He's from, yeah, yeah, he is from UCLA. I believe so. Let me let me look it up here. I, I watched his I watched his highlight. I wasn't overly impressed with his I just played California it was just Cal not UCLA are you sure yeah because UCLA is University of uh, California at Louisiana uh, not Louisiana Los Angeles holy fuck um, should we know what you're talking about up there yeah I've got a decent you know <laughs> fair enough fair enough fair enough yeah, just just out of California. He's an outside linebacker. Um, he did, didn't really have a whole lot of games. He was injured. He started nine games in 2017, one game in 2018. Uh, had a lower body injury that injured that ruined his season there. Um, 2019, he had 14 tackles for loss and nine and a half sacks. Uh, he was all conferences a junior in 2020. He tied. For seconding the FBS of two tackles for loss per game, um, and had three sacks. So, I mean, he can get in the backfield. Again, another one of his concerns for me is how's his pass coverage up the middle. Uh, you know, and that's something that maybe that can be worked on. But I, uh, I would have some concerns. I mean, you get a seventh round pick; they like likely never see the field. Though. Yeah, I mean, he's probably special teams. You know. Uh, he did lead Cal and Sachs the uh, past three seasons. So, who knows? Maybe if we just need a blitzer off the edge or something, because he is an outside linebacker. Uh, Cameron's an outside, and Channing is an inside linebacker. Um, and with our last pick, we took quarterback Skylar Thompson out of Kansas State. Um, yeah, let's just be honest. He's going to be behind two. He's going to be behind Teddy. Um, and maybe he's going to be battling Chris Stiefler for who's going to be a third quarterback versus he'll be on practice squad. If I'm the Dolphins, I start Teddy Bridgewater over to him. Fuck off. <laughs> Get out of here. Did you see him underthrow Tyreek? Okay. All right. <laughs> Let's talk about this then. Because I did see it. Right? And I want to defend it. And here's my thing. They probably threw how many throws that day to each other in practice, and that's the one you fucking choose. <laughs> like they yeah, probably you have to choose the one that they underthrew. You, you had to choose out of the forty or fifty that they threw, and the Dolphins are the ones that post this, and that's the one you choose. Uh, I found it hilarious. Oh, I was. You know how much crap I had to take from other friends that watch football. I got sent that video more times than I care to admit. I got sent that video more times than Dolphins had draft picks, okay? Oof. <laughs> That's a lot of times. <laughs> they did not have a lot of picks. No. 
and the memes, of course, are already coming out. Oh, I think I saw somewhere that their win total went from ten to six after that throw, <laughs> or their projected win total. No, I, I'm not worried. I mean, come on. Every quarterback makes an underthrow. Maybe it was a bad read of a route, or maybe there was a miscommunication on the route. That's what I'm going to go with. That's what I'm sticking to because I have to. I have to have hope, Chris. Come on, you know it's not true. I don't know that. No one knows that. Tua knows it. He knows the underthrow. <laughs> um. But yeah. Um. Overall. I give Miami's draft class a, a, a C minus. I feel like that's that, generous. I feel like it's. I mean, you didn't have a whole lot. You're not looking for great people out of there. I feel like you didn't really fuck up any picks. That's fair. And I give it a C minus. I mean, I I I don't know what I, mean, I almost gave it like a do not grade because how little picks we had. But I had to give him something. Give him a C minus. Well, I don't know any of those players, so I'll give them a C minus as well. Okay. Um, Green Bay time. Do we have to? Yes. Um, Do you want to talk more about it, or do you want me to talk about it? Because I also did a lot of research on these guys, too. I'll talk about the top three. Okay. Um. And I will jump in after you're done. <laughs> okay. Number one, 22. We picked Quay Walker, linebacker out of Georgia. I would have rather had Nicobe Dean if we were going to go a Georgia linebacker, but, you know, what can you do? Uh, 6'4", 241. Uh, 2021 stats. He had 13 games, 65 tackles, 37 solo, 5.5 for a loss, 1.5 sacks. A pass, three passes defended in a fumble recovery. Uh, I guess the reason he jumped out at the Packers was because his uh, workout results were more impressive than most people expected them to be. Mm-hmm. Oh, are you done? Uh, yeah, I think so. <laughs> okay, so I agree with you. I'd rather have Nicobe Dean, but there's probably a reason why he fell. I mean, it's not common that someone with that much talent just falls. So there's got to be either a medical thing or someone saw something in tape and they just went, nah, we're good, you know? Um, Quay is definitely, in my opinion, your three-down back. You know, your three-down linebacker. And it all comes down to... How do you feel? Was it Quay making Nakobe better? Was it Nakobe making Quay better? Were they just good off each other? Um, you know, I think him next to Devondre Campbell is going to be good. I'd like to see what happens there because Devondre he can he can get sideline to sideline. Well, yeah, but now you're not asking him to go both sides. Now you're just like, hey, you take one side in the middle, you take the other side in the middle. And I'm going to say this, and I know I was pounding the table for the Packers to get a wide receiver. There really wasn't one to take here. No, I, I mean, I and, agree. I was and they upset. did go BPA. I was upset they didn't, but at the same time, like you said, there wasn't really one that you should have taken there without reaching. Yeah. Um, so. so I'm glad they went best player available. Um and let's be honest, your defense is still still needs worked on, you know? Oh, does it? Oh, does it? It was top ten last year. Oh, it, okay. it does, but, I mean, think about other games that you guys could use where, hey, you know, that's what's needed. Because you're looking after Quay Walker. Who was the next wide receiver taken? Was it um, who we talk about at 34? I think so, but I'm not 100% sure. Uh, let me take a look here, and yes, yes, it is. That's what I thought. Yeah, um, you know. So let me ask you this: No, you know, looking back in hindsight, twenty twenty, and everything, what would you have taken to trade up to eighteen, where the last wide receiver is taken in Traylon Burks? 
Or let, let, let me face it like this. Would you have traded up to grab Traylon Burks at 18? Probably. Jahan Dotson at 16? No. Okay. Uh, Jamison Williams at 12, yes, because no, I know you. Because that's still... That's a lot we're going to have to give up if we... Would Chris Olave at 11? I mean, anything Gar- past, like, 15, you're giving up a lot just or to move up. Garrett Wilson at 10? Drake London at 8? I can't believe Drake London went first. I was surprised by that as well. Um, but I think Devontae Wyatt... Well, I know we're getting ahead of... Sorry. Quay Walker... Sorry, I saw Devontae Wyatt's name. Um, I think Quay Walker is going to be a great pick for you guys. He's the type of guy that can send a lightning rod through the rest of your defense. And he's a guy that can do a little bit of everything. He can pass cover. He can get to the quarterback. He's a great run stopper. One of the biggest things I've thought when I was looking at, he doesn't miss tackles. And when he gets a hold of you, you don't really get shaken off him. Well, that's you know? good because we have a lot of missed tackles on Green Bay. Um so that, that was something I noticed whenever I was watching. I was like, man, like when he gets you, it's like a bear trap you get caught in. Uh, I like to see. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Uh, that's all I've got for Quay. All right. At 28, we took Devontae Wyatt. Um, I think he's going to – he's got the potential to basically be another Kenny Clark. Yeah, he's Kenny Clark's replacement. And if you haven't accepted that, then – True. I, I mean, Kenny, he's been getting hurt the last few years, too, so I'm not too terribly upset with it. Um, let's see. Uh, Devontae, he uh, came out of Georgia, obviously, 6'3". Um, there's a conflicting issue, though, with his jersey number. Kenny Clark has 95. <laughs> yeah. Um, he's 304, 2021, he had 13 games, 39 tackles, 18 solos, 7 TFLs, 2.5 sacks, a pass defended, 2 fumbles forced, and 1 fumble recovered. Um, I think he's just a disruptive interior lineman, uh, and he can, he can get pressure on the quarterback. So I think he's going to be, I think he's going to be a good asset. I would like to keep Kenny Clark and have them both side by side, that'd be nice. That would be nice to go to a 4-3. Yeah. Um, but I don't know that we're going to be able to pay for Kenny. Well, and you guys have a potential out this year with him. Do we? Yes. Um, there's an opt-out clause this year with them. Um, so, hey, let me take a look at this. So, if you were to cut him... Uh, post six, so post June first, you have a dead cap of seven million this year and twenty million next year, but you save two million this year. If you cut him, yeah, there's no sense in cutting him this year because if you release him before June first, a dead cap of twenty eight million and you lose eighteen million dollars this year. Oh, but that means you free up all his stuff for next season. Yeah, but that's a lot of money that we would lose this year. Um, as to where if you cut him next year, after, um, so after, like twenty twenty two season, you free up um, sixteen million in cap savings in twenty twenty three with a dead cap of thirteen million in twenty twenty four. How about we just resign him and keep him in Green Bay? <laughs> He's a good player. He's just got to stay he healthy. He hasn't, he hasn't stayed healthy the last two years. Or if you cut him in uh, 2024, you have a dead cap of $5 million in 2025, but you free up $17 million in 2024. I mean, really not terrible. No. Uh, he's fifth in your guys' cap hit. That's not good. <laughs> 13th in defensive tackles. I'm actually kind of surprised by that. I think Kenny Clark is a top five tackle when healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, th- this is your Kenny Clark replacement. He does everything just like, you know, Kenny Clark does. 
Well, I'm okay. They'll play side by side for at least a couple of years. So I, I think you guys should. If you guys go back to four three, and then you have Quay as your inside, Devontre as your outside, and I forget who another linebacker that you guys have out there. Nobody good. Oh, Rashawn Gary. Right. Yeah, but he's more of an on the line linebacker. Yeah. But, or um, do you guys te- you have Preston right? Yeah, he's he's more of an on the line linebacker too. He can't cover very well. So, I don't know. You'll figure something out. They always do. Yeah, until they get to the playoffs. Um, I liked this pick. I thought this was a great pick for Green Bay. Yeah, I didn't mind it when I saw it. Especially with, like we said, with what receivers were available. Yeah. I mean, let's see who was after. I mean, the only one I... I mean, you, could take, you could have taken Cole Strange. Yeah. <laughs> You know, I mean, Miami had a bad prospect. draft, but at least we weren't the Patriots. <laughs> God, that I don't understand that one. Personally, I think the best draft this year, Jets. I was going to say Jets or Giants. I think the Jets had the best draft this year. Um, and it's very strange to say that the Jets or Giants are probably the ones that won the draft. Because, I mean, you can make the argument for either one. Well, I think the Jets got the, the best player in the draft. In a sauce? Sauce Gardner, yeah. And then getting Garrett Wilson. Yeah, and then getting a really good receiver. And then trading back up in the first round to get Jermaine Johnson. Yeah. And then in the second round, taking someone who is, in my opinion, severely underrated in Brees Hall. Yeah, they got... Oh, I forgot about Brees Hall, yeah. Yeah. But, I mean... The Giants didn't walk away with any scrubs either, you know? All right. Um, Giants walked away with um, Kayvon Thibodeau and then Evan Neal. Yeah, those are two very good players. And then in the second round, I forget who they got, but they got someone. Uh, Wayne Dale Robinson, wide receiver out of Kentucky. He's not terrible. I mean, he'll help, he's going to do more than, fuck, who was it? Who was their wide receiver that just did shit this year? Who the Giants? Oh, um, Kenny Galladay. Kenny Galladay. Oof. Okay. <laughs> That's not even who I was thinking of. I was thinking of their draft pick from last year. Oh, um, oh. Yeah, I saw I him. Remember. I saw him link to the Packers. What? Yeah. Yeah, come on. Oh, apparently the Giants are ready to cut him for like a seventh. Bro, if we can get it for a seventh, I'm down. <laughs> Um, oh my god, this is going to kill me. I don't know, I can't remember it either. Oh, <laughs> I gotta look it up now. Okay. Um, I can where's the number eight? Kadarius Tony. Yeah, that's who it is. But I mean. Why I couldn't think of him. Yeah, I don't know why I couldn't. Either way, you know. All right, so talk about your third pick. And in the second round, pick 34, we traded up and gave up both of our mid-50 picks to get Christian Watson, wide receiver out of North Dakota State, 6'4", 208. Uh, He played in 12 games, 43 receptions, 801 yards, 18.6 yards per catch. Uh, seven touchdowns, 15 rushing attempts, 114 yards, 7.6 yards per attempt, a touchdown, 10 kickoff returns, 227 yards, two, or 22.7 per return. I think Christian Watson is a Marquez Valdez scantling replacement, but hopefully a lot better. You want my opinion on this? Yeah. I don't like this pick for Green Bay. Not that I don't like the player, I don't like this pick for Green Bay. Explain. So Christian Watson to me is a wide receiver that you need to develop. And Green Bay has shown in the past few years they can't develop wide receivers to save their life. Yeah, they can. You just don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) You've had one good wide receiver in as many years as I can think of, and you just traded him. What? Equinomia St. Brown was a developmental prospect. He didn't pan out. MVS didn't pan out. 
You guys went back and traded for the husk of Randall Cobbs. I like Christian Watson as a player. I mean, at 6'4", 208, it's kind of hard not to as a wide receiver. And his numbers in granted for North Dakota State, um, it's not like he's doing this at Alabama, but uh, but this is definitely – this will tell how well you guys can develop a wide receiver. If he doesn't pan out, then it's completely on Green Bay. Well, yeah, I mean, it always is going to be. I think they got another receiver in this in the third round, I think, third or fourth round that I, I kind of like. I like uh, fourth uh, round. Yeah. The Romeo? Yeah, Romeo Dobbs or yeah. Dobbs or Dobbs or however you say his name. I like him. He's He reminds me a lot of the early years of Randall Cobb. Yeah. And that Randall Cobb was a beast. Yeah, and it is Dobbs. Is it Dobbs? It Romeo is Dobbs. Dobbs. Yeah. That's how it's pronounced. Like I said, uh, like I like Dobbs. Christian Watson, and I hope he does well for Green Bay. But he needs development, and... I'm concerned that Green Bay is going to fuck up his development. I hope you're wrong. I hope I'm wrong, too. I sincerely do. But just uh, watch out, you know? It's all right. We still got the Cobb master on the other, or on the other <laughs> side. Okay. Your fascination with Randall Cobb is something I will never understand. Randall Cobb, ever since he returned that kickoff for a touchdown in his first ever game, I was stoked to have him on my team. (laughs) (laughs) Like, Jarvis Landry is a better, like, I'm going to pull up a list of NFL free agents right now. Like, wide receiver free agents. And I will tell you the ones I would take over Randall Cobb. Yeah, well, you're wrong on every one of them. (laughs) Um, Julio Jones, Jarvis Landry. Yeah, okay, I I wouldn't take Julio. Oh, you wouldn't take Julio? No, I think Julio's really dropped off. Uh, Jarvis, you could have Will Fuller for four games. No. Why do I want that track? <laughs> um, T.Y.? No, he's old, washed up, can't stay healthy. You're talking about Randall fucking Cobb. Okay. Um, OBJ? Nah, he's washed. Okay, I would take OBJ. <laughs> <laughs> um, just kind of looking through here. Yeah, I mean, there's really not much else out there. Yeah, yeah. So, two guys, come on. I mean, okay, realistically, if I knew I could get Will Fuller for a full year, I'd also take Will Fuller. Yeah, but you're never going to get that. You're never going to get a full, full season on Will Fuller. It's just, it's just has you're he ever even... get six games. Has he ever even played a full season? Yes. No, I don't know. He has not. <laughs> Oof. That's a big um, in 2016, he played 14 games out of 15 games available. <laughs> um, and he started 13 of them. In 2017, he played 10. 2018, he played 7. 2019, he played 11. 2020, he played 11. Last year, he played 2. <laughs> 2. 2. Um... I don't know. I still think you guys could take a chance on Julio and be okay. Julio, Jarvis, Ty, just take something. Nah, we're good. We got uh, we got the Lizard King and Alan Zard. Uh, we got Randall Cobb, and now we got Christian Watson. We're alright, bro. Okay. And we got some no names like um, me. Uh, I signed with them. You just don't know it. Malik Taylor. Uh, just one dude with a really weird name. I forget his name. Yeah, Rogers can make anybody good. You think so? No. <laughs> you had Sammy Watkins? Oh, I forgot about him. Oh. Christian Watson, I bet he comes in being our number two guy right off the bat. Well, it's either going to be him or Alan Lazard. <laughs> no, Alan's going to be the number one. Then it's probably Sammy Watkins. Nah, you're wrong, dude. <laughs> you think I'm wrong? Yeah, just accept it. Because here's your guys' wide receiving core. Alan Lazard, Christian Watson, Sammy Watkins, Randall Cobb, Amari Rogers, Romeo Dubes, Jawan Winfrey, Malik, Malik yeah, that Taylor. Guy, Jawan Winfrey. He's a number 88. I know his number. Um, Sammy Toru? Is that... Am I saying that I right? Know. Tour? I, I, I and Danny Davis the third. 
Sounds like an elite receiving core, if you ask me. <laughs> I can't even. I know Christian Watson because he just got drafted. I know Sammy Watkins because he's good for the first game every year in fantasy, and then after that, he just does okay. I know Amari Rodgers because I was really high on Amari Rodgers. I know Romeo Dubes because, well, he was there. I know Alan Lazard because he is hot and cold. I know Randall Cobb because he's the shell of what he used to be. And after that, I couldn't tell you a single. You're just wrong. I'm just, just wrong. You can't accept it. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Thank you. I will go take my Jalen Waddle and Tyree Kill and go away. All right, then. See, like, here's the thing. If we traded, like, something. If we traded our receiving core, retraded wide receivers, our teams are going to the Super Bowl. You know that, right? Oh, yeah, I'm aware. Like, like if Miami had an Aaron Rodgers or you guys had a Jalen Waddle and Tyree Hill, it's Super Bowl. What the? <laughs> <laughs> Was that a gun? <laughs> no. <laughs> No, 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 you're not going to, you got to explain what the hell that was. It was the replica Super Bowl ring. Of <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I dropped it. I'm not even going to edit that out. I'm not even. Okie dokie. Uh, but anyway, yeah, we'd go, we'd win the Super Bowl. All right, so you guys um, give me Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle, and I will give you Jordan Love, and you guys can have fun with that dumpster fire. I tell you what, we will give you Tyreek and Jalen Waddle, and you just give us all your draft picks for the next six years. How about the next one year? How, how about the next six? How about the next one? How about five? How about one? No. <laughs> I'll call uh, Detroit, and we'll make a trade with them. Oh, yeah. They'll still blow their careers. Oh, fuck yeah. Uh, so, Sean Ryan, um, out of UCLA. He's actually This one is actually out of UCLA. Um, offensive lineman, he can play tackle, he can play guard. Um, I thought he was pretty good. I thought he was... He can play... I would put him more... I'd put him at probably... I'd put him next to... Um, I'm forgetting his name and you're going to hate me for it. David Bakhtiari. Let him learn from him. And then he's your Bakhtiari replacement in the future, I feel. Maybe. Um, I liked him. He's 6'5", 321. Big boy, but can move. He's pretty good with his feet. And that's the one thing I noticed. Uh, he, he played at left tackle all three years at UCLA. So. Um, any thoughts on Sean Ryan? Uh, I think he could, has the potential to be good. I mean, Green Bay's always good with their linemen, so. The website I'm looking at, they have him slated for... Competing with Royce Newman for the right guard position. Yeah, I had that too. Are you also on acmepackingcompany.com? I am! (laughs) Um, Shout out to them. (laughs) We already talked about Romeo Dubes. Um, I thought it was Dobbs. Yeah, I'm going to keep calling him Dubes because it sounds cooler. I don't think so, but, But, you know, it's... We're just passing the Dube, man. No? Okay, yeah. So, yeah, Romeo Dobbs. Uh, um, I thought was a sneaky good pick for a third or probably admittedly a best. It's a fourth. No, no, I mean, he'll be a third best wide receiver on a team. Behind who? Christian Watson and Randall Cobb? Uh, Christian Watson and Al Lazard. (laughs) Just can't take it, can you? Take what? Randall Cobb is the GOAT, and you know it. Randall Cobb is not even the best wide receiver on his team, nor has he ever been the best receiver on his team. Whatever you say. Name me in one place he was better than any wide receiver on his team. Green Bay? Jordy Nelson says hello. Yeah, but Jordy Nelson... And then Devontae Adams. Yeah, but Devontae's a bitch. What, you're going to say the Cowboys in 2019? Or the Texans in 2020? The Cowboys in 2019. Or what about the Texans in 2020? Yeah, definitely. He was the best there. Um, Let's see. I'm going to say Brandon Cooks is probably better. Nah. Dude can't stay healthy. And he can't stay on the team. 
neither could freaking Randall Cobb. Dude was in Green Bay from 2011 to 2018. And he wasn't even the best on then. Ah, you're just, you're just jealous. I, I assure you that's not what I'm talking about. Uh, yeah, so he had Brandon Cooks and Will Fuller in front of him. Well, one got hurt and one can't. There's also Kenny Stills. Let's take a look at Brandon. Let's take a look at uh, Randall Cobb's um, numbers that year. Hey, let's let's just not. All right? No, I mean, come on, it'll, it'll be okay. Um, let's see, twenty twenty. Um, ten games played, two games started, thirty-eight receptions for four hundred and forty-one yards. Yeah, see, goat status. That makes it. What is this? Twenty twenty. So his best year is 2014, where he he's only ever broken a thousand yards once. Yeah, you didn't know that. No. Yeah, he's really not as good as I'm making him out to be. Oh, I know. He's been to the Pro Bowl once. Um, and he's only ever had more than eight touchdowns once. All in 2014. Yeah. <laughs> Twenty. Eight years ago, Chris. That, that uh, Zach Tom. Now let's go to Zach Tom. I love this pick. I do too. I, I thought predicted them drafting Zach Tom in pretty much all of my mock drafts. Yeah, actually, I remember that. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I love this pick. Great tackle out of uh, Wake Forest. Um, I think he could very well be right guard as well, or yeah. he can try and take the uh, right tackle position. Yeah, I mean, I think he's going to be a really good player. Yeah. Um, I'm going to pronounce his name wrong, but uh, Kingsley and a Gobber. And a Bar? And a Gobar? And a I think. I don't know. Let's go with that. Okay, they have him as steal of the draft. I don't know if I. They're going to hype him up as Darius Leonard. I got that feeling. But. He's not. <laughs> you you know. don't know that. That sounded really, really crisp and clear. I'm not even going to lie. When you go, when you listen to the podcast, if you do, uh, I'm not sure if you even listen to our own podcast, go listen at the 42-minute mark. <laughs> I'm moist. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I thought this was a decent pick, but it's filler. It's backup. I mean, it's depth. Still the draft. Okay, yeah, take everything from Acme Packing. Yeah, they're not biased or anything. Uh, Tariq Carpenter, again, depth at a yep. Georgia Institute of Technology. Hey, you know, it happens. Technology school has a football team. Yeah. So this is who I think is the steal of the draft, and that is Jonathan Ford. Um, and that's because I saw a lot of him out of University of Miami. Um, I thought eight games and only had fourteen tackles. Yeah. Yeah, still in the draft. That was twenty twenty one. Yeah. I I he's got the physical tools. I think he was getting double teamed a lot. I'm sure he was. <laughs> Alrighty, and Rashid Walker. Out of, <laughs> I'm not even gonna Rashid Walker out of Penn State. He'll probably be the next superstar or something. Oh yeah, hundred percent. I mean, it, it's it's a seventh round pick. It's a tackle. It's the Packers. If you guys could develop wide receivers like you guys develop offensive linemen, you guys would be constantly in the NFC Championship. Oh wait. Hey, <laughs> at least we make the playoffs. I know. I have to make fun of you guys somehow. Yeah, but you can't because it just comes right back at you. Nah, I still can. Uh, and then uh, Samori Tour, um, wide receiver out of Nebraska. Throwing darts on the board at this point, you know? It actually might not be a uh, bad pick. 12 games, 46 receptions, almost 900 yards, 5 touchdowns, 8 rushing attempts, 63 yards, a touchdown, 2 punt returns, 9 yards. Oh, okay. Never mind. 
I was more excited about the punts because I thought it was two punt returns and a touchdown, but it was not. Oh, okay. <laughs> Oops. Um, I'd give this draft a B. A B? Come on. Yeah. Sheesh. Nah, it's an easy A. Um, I give it a B. Again, I feel like I would have rather them traded up and gotten one of the better wide receivers. Um, not that I, I... I like the Quay Walker pick. I like the Devontae Wyatt pick. I just feel like you guys had bigger holes um, than you know your defense. Again, Christian Watson, I'm scared about because you guys are hard developing wide receivers. Uh, I honestly don't mind the rest of your draft. I mean, no one stands out besides maybe Zach Tom to me or, um, you know, Jonathan Ford. But Jonathan Ford, again, you guys just took a defensive tackle. So. Pretty much, yeah. All right. I have the NFL strength of schedule. Are you ready? Yeah. Who do you think has the hardest? Uh, without knowing anyone else's schedule, I'm going to say the Chiefs. Nope. Chiefs have the fifth hardest schedule. Okay. Um, AFC or NFC? I lied. Chiefs have six. NFC. NFC. Is it the they Lions because they don't get to play the Lions? <laughs> they, won, they won a lot last year. They won a lot last year. Is it Green Bay? Who's got the heart? I can't think of it. The Rams. That makes sense, though. They won the Super Bowl, yeah. They got a 567 win schedule. Cardinals are next at 543. Bengals, Bucks, 49ers, Chiefs, Raiders, Saints, Falcons, who played terribly last year, have a 524 strength schedule. Oof. Uh, Chargers are next. Seattle, Carolina, Pittsburgh, Buffalo, Denver, New England, New York Jets at a 495, uh, Cleveland at a 495, Houston, Minnesota, Miami at a 481, and Green Bay at a 478. Um, Baltimore, Chicago, Tennessee, Jacksonville, Indianapolis, Detroit, New York Giants, Philadelphia Eagles, and the teams with the easiest schedule. Be both the Dallas Cowboys and Washington Commanders at a four sixty-two. Well, yeah, because they get to play the uh, <laughs> the Giants twice a year with Danny Dimes and the Eagles. But you know, yeah. Um, Has the schedule been released? No. Kinda... It hasn't officially. I think they're doing a whole like release thing tonight at six. I think. That's so dumb. Let me take a look at this. Um, this is two minutes ago. Uh, 7 o'clock Central, 8 Eastern. They announced the schedule fully. Stupid. Uh, so far, here's been the leak so far. So the first Thursday game is Chiefs at Chargers on Thursday, September 15th. Sunday... On September 18th, you got Panthers and Giants, Commanders at Lions, Colts at Jags. So there's a loss for the Colts. Um, Buccaneers at Saints, Bengals at Cowboys, Bears at Packers for the night game. Wait, wait, um, is that a night game? Yeah. All right, I'm down. And then Monday, Monday night, they got a double one of Titans, Bills, Vikings, Eagles. Um, and then... I know week four, Sunday night is... Kansas City, Tampa Bay. Apparently on Christmas Day, it's Packers-Dolphins. Nah. Yep. If you're joining us and you want to know who will be playing on Christmas, here's your answer based on the credible leaks we've seen. Packers-Dolphins at 1 p.m., Broncos-Rams at 4, and Bucks cardinals at 8. Packers-Dolphins in Miami? Yeah, on Christmas Day. That would not be a bad place to go. <laughs> for For Christmas? Dude, it's Miami. It's not going to be cold. That's fair. Well, when, when it officially gets released, we'll... Uh, um, <clears throat> we'll have to look up ticket prices. Here's week one so far, I guess, that they've got. Bills at Rams, Saints at Falcons, Ravens at Jets, Panthers at Browns, Eagles at Lions, Giants at Titans, Steelers at Bengals, Jags at Commanders, 49ers at Bears. Yeah, 
<clears throat> so. How many teams do you think end up one and zero? Like I said, it'll be interesting to see like the full actual thing. Yeah, I get to work on my Excel spreadsheet. Yeah, if we really do play Christmas Day, you'll have to come over. We'll have a little Christmas thing together, unless we're going to the game. Uh, no, like I said, whenever I looked at Miami's schedule and they, whenever I found out who we were facing, I'm like, all right, Buffalo will either lose both or we'll, we'll split. Patriots will probably win both again. <clears throat> Jets will win both. Um, no, you won't. Yes, we will. Freaking Sauce Gardner going to pick off two of six times. Come on now. He can't cover both Jalen Waddle and Tyreek. Yes, he can. No, he can't. Dude's a beast. Yes, he can. <laughs> um, Cleveland will be a tough matchup now. Pittsburgh will be a win. Packers will probably lose. Minnesota will probably win. Texans will probably win. Um, Baltimore, we go back and forth against. Cincinnati will probably lose. Bears will win. Detroit will win. Chargers will be a close game. And 49ers will be a close game. All right, Teach. We still need to, by the way, need to get you, Mr. Loser, a picture in a I know. Jersey. I'm afraid to go give Connor the fantasy football trophy because of this. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta make sure you can do it, but I'm, uh, I'm not at work. Uh, yeah, that's going to be the hard then. part. <laughs> yeah. So, Laura, well, right, is there anything else you want to top off before we leave? I don't believe so. All right, we will see you guys next week where we're going to talk about the AFC East and their draft class. And we'll probably just spend 30 minutes laughing at the Patriots. Like um, Sean McVay. <laughs> that was so funny. We'll talk about that next week. <laughs> so, all right. You guys have a good one. And uh, enjoy your schedule release tonight. We'll see you next week. Peace.